sip of water. <laughs> I'm a professional. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hello, friends and fiends. Welcome to Bugs Need Heroes, a podcast illustrating the inspiring abilities of insects. I'm Amanda. And I'm Kelly. Before we get started creating this bug-themed character, what's bugging you, Kelly? I haven't seen you guys in a while. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a two weeks. <laughs> yeah, you and Derek have been uh, away from, from the podcasting because Derek's been at a conference. But I yes, missed you guys. I've missed your laughter, Amanda. Thank you. <laughs> I hope people are who listen are like this obnoxious laugh. I gotta get rid of this obnoxious cackle she does. Uh, I have been accused many a times of having a loud laugh, but I just say you really know I enjoy something. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're very honest in your laughter. It's oh, nice. oh, I've definitely been accused of being too honest. <laughs> I don't love attention, so I tend to like mute, like tamp oh. down those those feelings. So just a coy little <laughs> giggle into your fingers. <laughs> yeah, like, like a, a little Regency debutante. <laughs> Not exactly. me. I would have been rejected on the wedding market in a Regency film. <laughs> oh well. What's, what's bugging you? What's new? What's bugging me? Um, spousal theft is bothering me. Uh, let me explain briefly. Spousal theft. <laughs> While our producer slash editor Derek was out of town, I was looking in on his beautiful and lovable cats. One of which you may, if you're on the internet, if you are internet savvy, you may know uh, the Facebook group. This cat is Chonky. I love it. And uh, Derek's cat Rotunda is a, uh, let's say, frequent flyer on that on that <laughs> channel. Much beloved. But Rotunda is a very loving cat. And the moment my husband sat down on a couch, she was on his lap. She was ready for some pets, some love, and some attention. <laughs> and Cody was happy to give it. He loves a cat. So that's, that's really sweet. <laughs> it was very, very, very cute. And she's a very, very, very cute cat. Let me say that I think she was 18 pounds when they got her. And now that she's down to probably about nine She's still got those three little cat chins, though. Uh, oh, listeners, yeah. <laughs> if you can find if you can find Rotunda on uh, this cat is chunky on Facebook, she's got or a chin. If she has an Instagram. It's capital Rotunda. You can go directly to the source. Oh yeah, she's so cute. I love Rotunda. Yeah, Rotunda's a, a good kitty. There, uh, he has two more, but <laughs> but Rotunda. Who cares about them? The we show. just love Rotunda. <laughs> There's just something about a chonky cat, I gotta say. And she's now at a more healthy weight, but she has maintained, she's just like a big cat. So yeah. she still is a beautiful, big boned girl. So <laughs> we love her. I love a curvy cat. Purrs at a volume I've never heard before. Like you can she hear is her across the room. Yeah, I, had the, I had the fortune to, to meet Rotunda and the, the other two. Um, <laughs> and the, the in Oregon. <laughs> but she was she was uh, very cute. She purred a lot when my husband pet her, so I think she likes guys. Oh, that's interesting. I hadn't considered whether or not <laughs> uh, sexual dimorphism in her lap. <laughs> she was very tolerant of my three year old being all in her business. She's a good cat. She's a good cat. Aww. She only hissed at him the one time. 
and it was because he was very clearly invading her space. <laughs> so did he? Did he get it? He backed up. Yes, we've done a lot of a, a animal can't tell you with words. An animal's going to tell you with their body. Yeah, and that that's means good. yeah, that means hissing. That means growling. That means hair standing up because they can't tell you. Please leave me alone. They have to show you. Please leave me alone. Um, so he has lots of experience with that with his grandmother's cat, who also isn't just like a isn't a fan of him, <laughs> just in general. <laughs> She's like, leave me alone. He's got a couple whacks over the years. Let's just say that. <laughs> can you hear that thumping at all? No, good. My my cat is trying to break into the room right now. Oh, and he's perfect. smacking. He's smacking the door, trying to get me to open. It's Darcy. That's Mister Fitzwilliam Darcy. Would like to enter the room. Darcy. Not uh, we could easily get on a whole Pride and Prejudice tangent because it is one of my favorite favorite things on the planet. It, it is not mine. He just came with that name. Oh, <laughs> so. you're killing me, Kelly. <laughs> Let me you just call him Darcy why for sure. cat's name is great. <laughs> uh, but another lover of black cats like, like Darcy, and a lover of black cats is, of course, our subject for this week, the Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. So this is going to be our first official episode where we cover our real hero. We talked a little bit about Black Widow, but that was like a mini-sode. So this entire episode will be specifically about Peter Parker as Spider-Man, because there are so many Spider-Folk the, out there. The Spider-Fam grows by the day, it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm at least the most familiar with Peter, although I'm getting more familiar yeah. with Miles. He's pretty great. Yeah, while I was at Derek's house, I played the entire story of the it's not quite a full game it's i'd say it's 60 percent of a game of the spider-man miles morales which is on ps4 so i'm i'm ready i'm in a spider-man mood <laughs> i miles has some really interesting powers but i would say that I, I think there's something to be said about derivative heroes that that jump off of legacy heroes mm -hmm. as it were that they they often have all the powers of their original plus a little extra and you're like well that's not fair <laughs> what do you give it up to have the extra powers? And the answer is nothing. <laughs> yeah, it just becomes a, a lot. So yeah. we're going to, we'll just talk about good old OG Peter. Just old Pete. Good old Petey. Pete. <laughs> Petey Paca, they say. <laughs> so Amanda and, and Derek and I have done Comic-Con panels where we talk about superheroes and how they match up to their animal or sometimes plant avatars, I guess is, is the right word yeah. for it. So this is kind of this, I guess, Amanda, will kind of do this like a, a little bit of a condensed version of that section of our of our talk, which is fun. I love giving that talk. Yeah, there's something about the energy of a Comic-Con that can't be replaced. Oh, I love the questions at the end and everyone's all dressed up and we're dressed up. It's I love a Comic-Con. It's awesome. I'll do my best to come up with the out of left field questions the audience <laughs> always comes up with when we do a panel. Oh, they're very they're very left field. Very left field. You're like, what color is Peter Parker's underwear? And I'm like, I don't know. So his core powers. 60 years of history, there's going to be some variance within. But his core powers seem to be he's super strong. He's super fast, which I think can be linked in with super strong. Like if you're strong, you can run fast. Yeah, uh, strong legs. He occasionally has organic webs, but mostly he has the webs he made. And of course, the infamous spider sense. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah. so... <laughs> so let's, let's start at the top of the list his Which most power mundane power I think his most mundane power is that he's super strong because a lot of the heroes are super strong 
Yeah, so, it just seems to come with the. It just comes come with, with being a hero. Everyone can throw everyone across the room, You're right? Through a building. <laughs> it's not as dramatic if only one person could lift a whole building, and the other one's like at the gym doing a hundred reps because he's got to get strong. <laughs> oh, that was like that um, One Punch Man. Yeah, like One Punch. Right? <laughs> we talked about last. We time. talked yeah, about yeah. that last time. So spiders, are they particularly strong for their size or? Oh, yeah, yeah. Spiders can, can, some of them can take down prey like 50 times their size. They're Oh, like those strong. bird catcher ones or is there something uh, so else? So I think, are you thinking of the, so there's the Goliath bird eating spider, which is a big tarantula. I think that's what I'm Tarantulas of. almost feel like cheating because they're so They're just big. big. These guys are the size of dinner plates. They're pretty cool. But um, even small spiders like uh, jumping spiders. I think everyone's seen a cute little fuzzy jumping spider or uh, black widows, orb weavers. They'll catch snakes on occasion. Whoa. Um, or birds. Orb weavers sometimes get birds in there or bats in their um, webbing. And it's pretty, pretty crazy. A little tiny jumping spider can take a whole praying mantis down, which is a heck of a fight. Wow. Okay, so they... They are hunted guys that are way, way bigger than them. So this mm-hmm. spider versus rhino question isn't out of the realm of reality, at least <laughs> comic book wise. Yeah. I, I don't know that a, a spider could take down an actual rhino. It would have to be <laughs> it would have to be very venomous. That wouldn't be a strength thing. That would be venom. Yeah. Um, maybe what's that terrifying spider in Australia? The uh, the redback? I bet that oh, would I, take a rhino. Yeah. I, th- I think it's the redback is like the their black widow. Yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, that's not a strike thing. That's just venom. Feels like cheating. Funnel web <laughs> spider is what it, I think. It's a, t- a type of funnel web. So funnel web is a type of spider. It's a group of spiders. Oh, okay. Interesting. I was just watching a... My comfort show lately has been Secrets of the Zoo. And there's many kinds. Oh. And there's like an Australian Secrets of the Zoo and Tampa Secrets of the Zoo. The best one is, is the Columbus Zoo because they have the most seasons. But the Australian one, they have a bunch of funnel web spiders and they're talking about how deadly they are. I'm like, why do people live in Australia? Stop doing that. What's that on? What station is that? Or channel? Or It is a Disney Plus uh, oh. watch. Part of their National Disney Geographic Plus. line. I'll have to check it out. I've enjoyed I'm, it. I'm like insufferable it to watch those shows with though because I, <laughs> I like scientists through the whole thing and my husband's like, please. I'm just trying to enjoy the draft being born, Kelly. Please. (laughs) It's like, I don't need commentary from you while we're watching television. Um. (laughs) Don't let him ever watch TV with me then. (laughs) This is why we can't have nice things. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) but strong, strong spiders, right? So there are these spiders who take down really big prey. And, And part of this is the way that their, their legs move. So they don't have muscles in the way that we would traditionally think about a muscle structure like in our arms or legs spiders have a hydraulic system and um, they push their hemolymph or we talked about hemolymph i think in the first episode with our bleeding knees lady yeah, bleeding knees <laughs> and that hemolymph works kind of like hydraulic fluid and the spider changes the pressure in its body and its abdomen and it moves the legs and when you so that's how they can stay real thin and spindly like that despite being mm-hmm so strong is yeah their pressure oh i gross (laughs) (laughs) and it's why they move so fast so if you think if all you're doing is 
pushing hemolymph through your body, you can get quick reflexes. Listeners and can't is that see why I'm they like moving my arms around? But yeah, is yeah. that why they curl up when they die? Is because they're right. no longer putting pressure out into those legs? Exactly. That that mm. we'll call blood pressure for lack of a hemolymph pressure, and um, it just kind of curls right into itself. Spider Man is big at my house. I think we mentioned in episode one that my son has a pet spider. Oh yeah. Uh, when he has it to lives... keep hidden from his father, <laughs> he has to keep <laughs> hidden from his father. I live in a, a world of of checks and balances, and the check and balance for spider love comes from love from my son and hate from my husband. Uh, he has a pet spider that lives on the barbecue outside, and he talks to it. He says hi to it. Aww. It's his friend. I don't know that it's even the same spider week to week. <laughs> But there's a primo spot on the barbecue where at least one little orb weaver has set up. Of course, the Spider-Man that lives at our house the most is like the kid-friendly versions. Because like there's a there's one on Disney now called Spider and His Amazing Friends. And that's Peter and Miles and Gwen all living in the same. And they're all of an ambiguous age. They all seem to be about nine. Oh, I, weird. I don't know. <laughs> like little, little kid Spider-Man. That's like, odd. Yeah, they're like young. Which doesn't really make any sense, but it's fine. You know what I don't want is a nine-year-old with superpowers. No, no, that'd be horrible. <laughs> We'd come right back to middle schooler asking dumb questions. Imagine if you were nine and you had superpowers. Oh, well, what would you terrible. do with that? It certainly wouldn't be saving the day. You'd be like, give me your lunch money. No, I'm <laughs> not going to do that. my Bam, pants no. <laughs> What's I'm sailing. I, when it comes to spider strength, I've heard this rumor that like, you know, the strongest spider could, if it scaled up to a human, could lift 25,000 pounds or whatever. And so Spider-Man has to always be pulling his punches because if he used his full strength, I mean, cause he like, there's that infamous, infamous, not the right one. There's that big comic book moment where he's got the building dropped on him, which they recreated in the first Spider-Man MCU film. Mm -hmm. where he has to lift it off of himself, right? So theoretically, he's lifting tons and tons of weight there. So if he can lift tons and tons, if he punched you at full strength, he'd, he'd go, go right through, through your head. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'd just explode you. So Spider-Man might be one of the characters that has to hold back the most when it comes to punching. I, I would agree, yeah. And especially if he's fighting people. Like regular yeah. humans. Like a, a, a regular dude. Because, I mean, as far as I know, Dr. Octopus, he's just a regular dude with arms. Like, you can't just I punch him so. full strength, Parker, or you're going to turn him into Dr. Do. Jelly, you know? <laughs> Nasty. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm assuming Peter does kind of weigh weigh his punches for certain certain villains. It does make the Venom arc really scary because the, the Venom symbiote wouldn't have any qualms about punching through someone's through head. Someone. <laughs> I, I like Venom. It's I know it's a little chaotic, but I kind of enjoy the chaos of Venom. And, I, I got in a whole discussion about Venom last night with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, I love that actor. What the hell's his name? Oh, the, the Tom Hardy version? Oh, of my God. Yes. Oh, no. Maybe I'm just biased because I want to stare at Tom Hardy. That's fair. I think that's a fair one. I don't care what he's in. Yeah. <laughs> Tom he Hardy Tom in a Hardy. trash bag. I'll watch it. That's fine. Sure. Here we go. 
And trash bag is certainly where those films belong. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not good. They're fun. They're kind they're, of fun, but they're not good. Yeah, my friend loves them. She thinks they're, but she's very like Amanda. You just have to like turn your comic yeah, love just off kind of and just enjoy the film for what it is. And I sometimes struggle to do that. How how dare you, producer Derek, saying Tom Hardy looks like trash in that movie? Get out of here. <laughs> To be fair, okay, so there's two kinds. There's cleans up nice and there's roughs up good. And he's definitely roughed up good in he's that He's a film. roughs up good, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't think um, Venom doesn't have a an animal analog, so I can't no. say a whole lot about Venom. Yeah, look, he looks like a hot trash person. I'll take it. Yeah, he's, you know, he looks like a hot hobo here. Yeah, I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever let kelly out into the streets she will take home a hot hobo don't tell my husband <laughs> <laughs> truly what he needs is this information so that he knows that he could look like a hot hobo and that might still work for you i've tried i've tried to push him into the hot the hot hobo groove but he's resistant <laughs> he's a very clean guy Oh, now we're learning too much about me. Now we're learning too much Usually about it's Amanda. <laughs> Usually it's all Amanda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The wacky world of Amanda. <laughs> so I guess I guess we'll get back to spiders, right? Yeah, I guess we'll get back to spiders. So we, we talked a little bit about Spider-Man's mega strength. And then that does, like I said, match up with real spiders. At least some of them. Like if you see like a cellar spider in your bathroom... That guy's probably not pulling really big prey into that, you know, no. sad little bathroom web. Please, just let me eat your flies. <laughs> let me have your drain flies. So along with super strength, I would say comes his super jumps. Because if you're super strong, you can jump real high. Because what is a <laughs> jump but being real strong in the leg? Oh, well, that that's an easy one. That's the jumping spider. Right. right? Family uh, Saltisidae. They're one of my favorite groups of spiders other than my true favorite, which is the wolf spider. They're real fuzzy. Uh, they can jump great distances for how tiny their little bodies are. Uh, they're also kind of fun. Have you ever seen a peacock spider, Amanda? Oh, I, I, I've seen them. When we do this presentation, I've seen their little dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're it's having an very... adorable little dance. <laughs> they flick their abdomens up. They're uh, very brightly colored. They wave them around. They kind of drum against the ground and then flick their front shorter legs in the air it's all for the ladies, <laughs> ladies. Um, which reminds me of spider was it spider-man 3 when i think it is spider-man 3 <laughs> when, he, when he's doing his dance yeah and does the arm twirl and then the, the hip it was thrust. terrible it's a it's a move <laughs> let me tell you it was so bad but um we we could say that works as far as mimicking a spider because our, our friends the peacock spiders Love to dance. So Peter should have super dance powers. Is what he I'm should. Hearing. He should be able to do that. He also dips Gwen Stacy at one point. He's not just the, <laughs> the obnoxious outside the, the door dance. He also like, does like a full half tango with, with Gwen to make Mary Jane jealous. Oh, oh that movie. Oh, um, that movie. That movie. <laughs> I, lo- I, loved, I loved those movies, though. I thought they were so much fun and so, so campy, which is Peter. Peter is campy. I would say he's yeah. at his best when he doesn't take it quite so seriously. I, I say Spider-Man again, comic history here. He is one of those ones that goes from 
really light stories to really dark stories, really light stories. And it's that mm-hmm. juxtaposition yeah. between the two that makes it work, in my opinion. You know, he's at his best when he's quippy and fun and making jokes. And puns. And he's is comfortable being... We don't need to get to the psychology of what it means for Peter Parker to be Spider-Man. <laughs> but, you know, he... That's he not my field com- of science. Yeah, that's not science. That's just being a teenager. <laughs> he feels his most comfortable when he's Spider-Man because no one can see that he's this dorky Peter Parker character. You know, he can oh. make jokes and be funny and be witty. And be if that's strong. all it takes to beat imposter syndrome, someone get me a spider suit. Someone so. <laughs> fetch me a mask. Get me a superhero suit and a mask <laughs> and I can just exist in the world. But yeah, so I, I would say the jumping spider and in particular for the dance move, the peacock. And then that would also lead into uh, agility, right? Yeah. I would assume he's got he's got super agility, Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there are several moments, at least in the MCU films, where he's like fully dodging bullets and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, spiders uh, are quick. Yeah, you, you have to assume that this is a juxtaposition and... of all of his powers are, are reaching together to dodge bullets because bullets are pretty dang old fast but there's um there's this i'm gonna call it goofy because it is there's a it's a goofy spider it's called the golden wheel spider and it does this move which is called a flick flack basically it throws is that the scientific term for it it is flick flack oh, oh. scientists what are you <laughs> doing out there scientists <laughs> we we also scientists love a dumb term let me tell you <laughs> it is our favorite thing um but this flick flack move it hurls itself down like a sand dune because it's found into um, in a, the desert. Hey, we're going to pause. Um, you're getting a siren, Kelly. Oh, you can hear that? Okay. Yeah, yeah always. Jersey City's <laughs> full of sirens. Miss <laughs> Marvel's out there doing her work. She, Don't you worry about it. She needs to do more work so these sirens shut up. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, that's a... Hear that? That's a fire engine. Yeah, so something big's going down there. No, someone oh, no. probably burnt their toast, and then it said, I, it's enough. Because yeah, because we're in a, a a big apartment, we're in like high rise oh. apartment buildings. So if you burn your toast and you let that waft out into the hallway, and it sets off the building fire alarm, oh, it just the calls. trucks have to come. Yeah. Oh, because that's how it was at our elementary school when I taught in elementary school too. That like if the fire alarm is tripped in any way, they have to come. Mm-hmm. Even if you call and say don't come, it was just. They, they, they have to yeah yeah i think because there's like a few thousand of us living in one tower mm-hmm. you have to come just in case it's very annoying so we were talking the siren sounds like it's gone so yeah, we were talking about the, yeah. the golden wheel spider so the we'll jump back bumble. to the yeah the agility so speaking of agility there is the golden wheel spider from south africa and it's got this it's got this move where it throws itself down a sand dune uh, it's called a flick flack, which a flick flack, a flick flack. <laughs> That's the scientific term. It's it's the science term, but um, I'm I'm pretty sure we stole it from dancers. So <laughs> sometimes we steal terms. It's just how we do. But um, it rolls down the sand dune like tumbling. It's crazy looking. Uh, I everyone should Google golden wheel spider because I know it's on YouTube and just watch it. Watch it roll down a sand Oh, dune. it's doing like a little ungraceful cartwheel here. Just <laughs> yeah. down this sand dune. Like, a, like if, you've, if you've ever been a kid who uh, got to the top of a grassy knoll and then rolled down it, I imagine it's a very similar sensation to what's happened at the spider. We're like, 
disorienting. And yeah, you're, yeah, you're at the mercy of I gravity. Am, where I am. <laughs> Look at him go, though. They're very fast. Yeah, they can they can really hoof it out of there if they need to. So theoretically, Peter should just be cartwheeling all through New York. City. <laughs> he should be. I guess we could just say backflipping if if we want to make it. You know, superheroes. He does to do love a to do a flip. <laughs> <laughs> That always makes me laugh to think about this. Yeah. It's what makes Peter great is that he's the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah. And he can do things like have a hot dog vendor yell, do a flip at him. (laughs) And you know, I I want, I'll do a little spider PSA and all your spiders are friendly neighborhood spiders and and should be be loved and treated with respect. Put them under a cup and under on a paper and get them back outside where they belong. Don't squish those guys and gals. Just get them outside. They're great. They eat all the pests we don't want around. They don't really want to bite us. Spiders are not super into biting. I, it's, I will it's say costly this. to bite, so they don't want to. The last few summers, there have been spiders a size which I have never known. They are, they are huge. And, you know, Portland is not known for its spiders, but there's this one, I think it's called a house spider or something. I mean, it must be the size. I'm trying to think realistically and not just what my brain tells me it is. (laughs) I'd say realistically. Oh, Derek just said it. I'd say realistically, it's it's three inches across legs. I I mean, there. But when it's coming at you, it feels like it's the size of a dog. And you're like, yeah, giant house spiders are big. Those are big spiders. The female leg span is typically around 1.8 inches, according to Derek. But they're they're big, and they're coming for me, and I don't appreciate it. And I do my best. They're not coming for you. But they are. They're coming <laughs> for me. That's my fear. I'm actually, so in my wedding vows, this is another peek into the wild world of minute. In oh, I my can't wedding wait vows, to hear this. This is how much my husband doesn't like spiders. In my wedding vows, I mentioned that I would be the one to take care of spiders because <laughs> spiders don't typically bother me. You know, I, I've held a tarantula before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, Derek and I went to the insectarium and we looked at the spiders there, of which there were many, and they were named after Star Trek characters, which of course only enamored them further to me. Uh, that's pretty great. <laughs> Beverly Crusher was looking so nice in her little log. <laughs> See, look, they're huge. They're oh, massive. Yeah. yeah, so listeners, you can't obviously see this, but producer Derek is sharing many photos of the giant house spider with us in Discord while we talk. One of them is on a dollar bill and next to a, is it a bay leaf? But um, that's a big, it's a big mama right there. Yeah, a four, four inch leg across. span. That's a big spider. That's a big spider. That's all I'm saying. And I, I, I tell my son all the time, if it's inside the house, we have to take care of it, whatever that means. But if it's outside, that's where spiders are. That's where spiders be. Mm-hmm. You have to leave them alone. That's the spider's Of course, house. he likes the spiders, so he's not messing with them. He doesn't touch them or anything? No, no, no. He doesn't want to touch them. He just wants to talk to them. Uh, sometimes <laughs> he talks to them in spider web language, which is web, 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 web. That's what he says to them. Um. <laughs> your, your son is an interesting boy. He, he he's adorable i love his love of spiders i don't think he had any chance of being normal with me for a mom but then when you <laughs> add in that we've been inside for two years he's just a little freak i'm afraid 
Well, I'm, oh, well. I'm glad that he has a, a healthy love and respect for spiders. I would say That's his good. baseline operation is like an episode of Magic School Bus, where <laughs> you just don't know how it's going to go. Sometimes they get baked into a pie, and it's fine, and it's chill. Other times they turn into baby salmon, and they get... Um, fertilized by a male salmon and you're like how did this go off the rails how did producers let this happen and i'm the producers how did i let this happen i I will say magic school bus starts off so normal like they just go on field trips in season one they're going to the museum about sound a normal thing for children to do but by a season like five they're turning into creatures with human faces and it's horrible you don't want it (laughs) That, yeah that sounds a little like some nightmare fuel right oh it's there. bad yeah you don't, don't know fear until you've seen uh a fish with a child's face and really thought about what that would look like in real life <laughs> and and this is why i have cats I have- fair, fair. <laughs> the, the cats might also want to go on a magic school bus trip they might they might so you're the giant house spider you've got over there is also very fast very fast. And I think that's the scariest part of the spider. My husband doesn't like the spindly legs. He says that's what gives him the heebie-jeebies is how different they are from other mm. animals. Their spindly legs. Usually it's for, people don't like the too many legs. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's probably an element as well. He doesn't He doesn't like anything with legs. <laughs> anything. <laughs> Any, you? Are you okay? No. I have to hide my legs <laughs> when we're together. Uh, <laughs> but, but for me, it's the spindly speed i feel like they're very fast i know that in like proportionally they might not be as fast as i think they are but something about their scuttling um, little legs well the scuttling at me that house the house spider you guys have it's it's they can move almost two feet per second <laughs> See, <that's fast. laughs> i'm usually not that i'm not more than like five feet from them when i discover <laughs> them so they can get to me in three seconds they could. They but be, again you gotta remember they don't really they don't want we're scary. Look at how big we yeah, are. Yeah, that's true. We can I'm eat them. Big. We don't oh not you specifically, Amanda. We're all big. <laughs> I <laughs> mean compared to a spider. Thank you. We're all large compared to spiders and they're afraid of us. Right. They're scared. So I think we gotta remember that that um they, they have a fear response when they see us. Even though Cody has a fear response when he sees them. So it's fair. <laughs> he definitely has a fair <laughs> response. So I, I, I mean, is Spider-Man swinging around New York City just terrified out of his mind all the time? Ah, look how big that building is. Ah, look how big that building is. <laughs> well, I, I actually, when I think about Spider-Man, and we talk about this in our in our talk, um, how overwhelming it must be for a human to have all of the senses of a spider. Yeah, because our 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 brains are a lot more complex. So spiders, we will talk about. Um, I guess their their limbs. So a spider has a bunch of hair on its arms. It's called they're called seti, and these are these detect vibration. They detect wind movement. They detect humidity, and then they have tympanal membranes, which you can think of as like eardrums on their legs, and that detects oh, really? sound. And vibration oh. as well. So they're getting all this input. Plus they have eyes, so they can see. And Many. they have two, two different <laughs> types of eyes. Well, um, it's either six or eight is the mm. spider spider eye amount. Oh, or zero. Some spiders 
cave spiders have no eyes, which is horrifying to look at. Everyone Google when you have the time an eyeless spider. It's uncomfortable. Look at him cleaning his little leg. He's taking a bath. Oh, that's nice. That's man. a spider taking a bath right there. They take their legs and they put it into their mouths and they they pull it through like almost like dental floss. And it's just oh. to clean anything off of the leg. Spiders mm, are insects in general are very clean because they need to I've receive all cockroaches this. too. That like people Super clean. talk about how gross a cockroach is, but really they're a very clean little bug. They just yeah. show up in unclean places. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they got to keep clean so they can get all that sensory input. But um, so they're they have lens eyes that can see images, not like ours, but you can kind of think about it like that. And then they have another set of eyes and they just detect light. So if you move over shadow over their head, they can tell something's above them. So they're getting a lot of input all at once. I personally don't want all that input. No, it would be very overwhelming. You've taken a perfectly good boy and you've given him anxiety is what you've done. (laughs) Oh no, I already have that. Maybe. (laughs) Oh no, don't get spider powders then because you have a lot more to be anxious about. They're also getting chemical sense. Like a, we can think about that like smelling. They're not, it's not quite the same, but mm-hmm. they're receiving chemical signals. And a lot of that happens around their mouths. But Peter- Is it more similar oh. to like how a snake smells, quote unquote, the air? Yeah. Yeah. I would say that's- Yeah. Yeah. We just, it's hard to think about things as a human and compare it to what a, mm-hmm. such a, yeah. uh, also a vastly different animal than us. Right, we're mammals, so we're all, right. And I think we can think about a deer. Hard to like, but we yeah, can't think I, about a spider. Yeah, other um, what is it? Placental mammals, I think is what placental they say. mammals. Yeah, mam- other mammals placental mammals are easier to understand. <laughs> but imagine Peter getting all this sensory input all the time. Yeah, and he's not he's not born with it, right? Oh yeah, so, so it's not so something he has to adjust. Always experienced. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's where you get the spider sense is trying to like condense that down. But in the comics, it's kind of displayed as a sixth sense, like a precognitive mm-hmm. something's about to happen and my psychic ability is telling me about it. When in reality, that's not how sp- spiders do. <laughs> to my knowledge, spiders are not psychic. They're not sitting in front of their crystal balls with legs they don't have swirling tarot cards. about it. They're not. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing a, a very tiny little rag on their head. Yeah. <laughs> Although now thinking about a psychic spider would be pretty funny. <laughs> but I could actually, if that's what it feels like for Peter, it kind of makes sense because you're getting this input. Our bodies aren't built to receive that input. Maybe this is a little too speculative for a comic book superhero, but it might feel like psychic intuition. Yeah. It, He's it, not it, actively it, paying attention to these senses, intuition. but it's giving him information anyway. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. So then that way, you, I think you can justify the spider sense a little bit more. This is just how Peter experiences it. Yeah. Less that he has this innate psychic ability and more that he doesn't know how else to articulate what happens to him. Exactly. It would be a lot. The MCU that you see a moment where I think it's Tom Holland has his arm on the school bus and all of the hair on his arm stands up, which mm-hmm. I think kind of implies that information from the hair on his arms that, that you were talking about. That's a good comparison. Steady. Yeah. And in these Raimi films, the hair is how he climbs on walls as well. Yeah, that's that's how a spider works, too. Um, All that hair will be at the end of their their limbs. And you can tell if a spider is a really good wall climber 
by how much hair they have, like in tufts, right at the base of their of their their limbs. Oh, so it should be significantly so, more than what oh, we're yeah. seeing on the Raimi film. Oh, Peter is heavy, so he would need. <laughs> <laughs> He would, his hand would look like a Yeti's hand. He would be very Oh, very hard hairy. to keep a secret identity when you walk around with Yeti hands. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like if you take a look at a jumping spider, which are really good climbers, they're, they all have like real tufty hairs, Yeti. Um, whereas a wolf spider, they don't climb very well at all. They don't have a lot of hair at all. At the So how does tip. that hair interact with the surface to climb it? Is it just hooking on or is there... I don't there's know, static a, electricity or something. I don't know. There's Van der Waals forces. That's physics. Uh, um, <laughs> it could be. It's kind of complicated. Um, but really, it's a surface area thing. The more surface uh, area you have, the more you can cling to a surface. Interesting. It is kind of like hooking. It kind of hooks. Because I know that comic books, at least once, evil Peter has used his evil Peter hands to take skin off of people because oh. he can cling to their skin and then take it off Wait, uh, what is that in that's in a comic oh, oh i'll have to look up the exact comic i gotta instance. read that that sounds horrifying oh yeah it's not good it's not good <laughs> <laughs> and I, I it's it's possible it happened to silk too but maybe i'm misremembering that uh hold on spider man takes guy's face Remember when Spider-Man tore someone's face off? <laughs> That's the article I got. Oh, wow. Yeah, Derek put it in the Discord. Is it Craven the Hunter that he does it to? Oh, no. Oh, no. It's Osborne. Okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Takes his face. Oh, yeah. That that would make sense. If you've ever felt, you've felt, um, um, so you've held plenty of bugs, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, what's a good one to think about? Have you ever held a roach? Like a big yes, roach. I think I've held a roach. And when uh, they the walk on your, kind. yeah, when they walk on your hand, it feels like they're sticking to you a yeah, little just bit. Yeah, just a just a smidgen. It's the same thing with the, with the spiders, and I'm assuming Spider Man in this in this comic ripping off Osborne's face. Oh, here. Osborne, Osborne's face. I think it's Osborne. That's how they do Osborne's hair. It's a weird hairstyle. It almost looks like cornrows. Like, there, yeah, there's a. Uh... discourse about Osborne's hair <laughs> oh really that's the yeah. thing well it was originally meant to be drawn as incredibly curly as what they were going for but that's not what they got when Ditko drew it up oh. yeah it's a whole thing like how do you show it without drawing a bunch of little swirlies yeah and that's where they ended up uh anyway so anyway. <laughs> so at least in the movie we know that the Raimi version he has the organic web and i believe they gave him organic web in the comics after that movie came out at least briefly but usually he invents the webbing and it, it is part of his it, it, he just knows how to make it now because he's a spider-man <laughs> of course but an applied secondary power is that he <laughs> knows how to make a web now <laughs> so the, the thing i always hear is that if spider silk was blown up in size like to the size of a pencil. It could stop an airplane while it's moving. So how strong is spider silk really? Spider silk has a incredible tensile strength. Yeah. Actually in that that the Raimi movie where Peter is using the uh to stop the train. Yeah. He's using more silk than he would actually need to do that. 
Right. Well, I assume he's the fallible. The, the size. Yeah. 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 I also, I mean, I think we we all know this, but spider silk comes from a spider's abdomen, not yeah, not, not his wrists. Wrist. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the, a very different <laughs> feel, though. If we, if we go for scientific accuracy, yeah. as far as real Spider-Man, real Spider Man would be flying through the air by his butt. Um, <laughs> I do think that would quite be the, very quite funny, though. <laughs> It would be kind it's of not, great. It's not quite the iconic thwip thwip if, he, if no. he's going is going more like hog, a hog wild first. More like a poof poof coming out, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that face. Oh yeah, that, that, that face Toby from the... face. Oh. I will say that Toby gave good face. That he, he did really pushed because there's what like one part where he's crying. I think when Harry's dying, and his face is like he's like going he's going full hog. Like how would I feel if my best friend was dying? And he lets it all play on his face, regardless of how attractive it will look on film. <laughs> he went full Peter. He went, he went, he full, went Peter? full Peter, which was just honest, hundred percent honest all the time, regardless of how it looks. Um. Yeah, now I just keep I just keep looking at that face. <laughs> <laughs> the thing we so, say a lot, and I know we're not the only ones to say this, is that uh Toby gave good Peter but wasn't the best Spider-Man, and Andrew gave good Spider-Man but wasn't the best Peter, and then Tom Holland's better than both of them. Yeah, both, I would agree. Which is why he's but that's the power of a Disney casting, I think. <laughs> Disney really well, they it, find you, they'll grow you in a lab if they have to. It makes me think of Batman. When I when I was younger, it was the Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah, and I loved Michael Keaton as Batman, but I I didn't like love him as much as Bruce Wayne. And then we got mm, yes. Val Kilmer, and I'm like, oh, Val Kilmer is a good Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. but not like a great Batman. And then we got Clooney, and I was like, no, <laughs> it's it's hard no on Clooney all the way. <laughs> he since uh, apologized for that. If it helps. <laughs> I forgive you, George Clooney, if you're listening. Thanks, and I know you are. I forgive you. I know you're out there, George. Listen, I know you love a bug, George. So with, with Peter, so that would technically be called a, um, the webbing he was using looked like a triangle. So there uh-huh. are nine different types of webs that spiders create. Oh, I I figured there was sticky and unsticky, but there's, <laughs> there's nine. Sticky and unsticky. Sticky, um, and, sticky unsticky. and unsticky are part are a part of all those. those They're just types. two of the nine categories. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have orbs, which is mm-hmm. like the typical. You would picture an orb weaver, that classic spider spider web shape, fairly sticky all over. It's used for spiders who don't do a lot of ground, who don't do any ground hunting. Mm. You've you've seen those beautiful um, golden orb weavers probably in your garden. Yeah, the big that's the kind ones. that Ted has a friend who's a, a orb weaver of some kind because it lives on a triangle shaped web on the corner of the barbecue. She sounds adorable. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's like the tangle, tangle web or cobwebs. Oh, okay. They look like a mess. They actually build them looking like a mess. They're not tattered. They're just supposed to be that way. Uh, they'll have long sticky droplets hanging from each of those long the uh, attachment points. And that's for catching things. Oh. There's sheet. Have you ever seen in the, I love this in the morning. If you're in a field and maybe I've just been in a lot of fields because my work. A lot of fields <laughs> my time at dawn in fields. for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, as the sun's coming up and everything's covered in dew and you'll see these thick sheets of webbing covering yeah. the grass. That's a completely separate type. Those are called sheet spiders. They're really tiny. 
Um, but they, they pick up all that beautiful, like morning dew. I'm mm-hmm. waxing poetic about spider webs now, but uh, <laughs> I, I love them. They, uh, they're also called doily spiders. <laughs> Because it looks like oh, a big doily cute. on the ground. Come on, yeah. a bunch of little grandmas out there yeah. making their doily spider webs. Here very, I am, very I gotta make my morning doily. Sipping their tea, they're making their doilies. <laughs> we need the we need the morning dew for our tea. Ooh. And then there's that triangle shape. Uh, the triangle shape is three, um, three long guidelines, and then mm-hmm. connected in between with the. The more the catching part of the web, the sticky part, those tend to be kind of fuzzy. Um, Peter, yeah, that's to me. That's what the kind looks like that Peter's making on. The, yeah, his are kind of cable-y. Trim. A lot of times they yeah. draw them like with a single strand, and then there's other strands that seem to be wrapped around it. Right. Then there's oh yeah, a funnel. I didn't mention funnel yet. So the funnel webs is not sticky because the, the spider lives inside the funnel web. So not all silk is the same, and she'll build. I'm sure you've, have you ever seen these before in leaves? Sometimes they wrap leaves around them. Yes, 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 yes. And the spider will hang out inside that funnel. You can picture it like an overturned parking cone or like a car cone. And she's in the bottom and that wide point comes out and allows her to feel when insects are moving past the funnel. And it works a little bit like a trap, kind of like a trap door. She's coming. She's She's, she's she's coming. And you can get some really advanced work like that with trap door spiders. Yeah, I've heard the trap door spider with the little manhole yeah. cover they're really cool uh, they're neat looking um there's mesh which is, just looks like a co- it's like cobwebs but they're outside they're for spiders who you, <laughs> yeah they're kind of messy looking non-domesticated um, spiders yeah they're free and wild and they're making these messy webs uh and then there's three specialized webs i'll, I'll just say it derek and if you want to cut it out you you can so males create a specific type of web to move sperm to, from their genitals to their front palps because when spiders mate the male has to daintily and quickly touch the female with the sperm on his front palp or his limb and then get the heck out of there because <laughs> she's gonna eat him gonna eat him so there's there's no like i know when we think of animal mating you think of it as a, there's a it's a process with spiders it's like get in do a quick tap get out of there so you're not eaten and this is a very specific type of silk they use to create this packet are you telling me that literally spiders will tap that and yeah. then leave? <laughs> they'll tap it and get out <laughs> tap it and go. there's no um, romance in the spider world a lot of them uh certain types some fishing spiders the male will actually do that and then not leave and sacrifice himself to be protein for, for the production. baby oh, yep. that's a so, good father right there. if you want a good dad <laughs> And then there's two two more specialty types. There's a molt mat, which is just for tarantulas. They make a real thick mat, so tarantulas flip over on their back when they molt. Oh, interesting! And they make this soft mat, so it's a little bit more comfortable for them to do this. Make themselves a little mattress first. They make a little mattress, <laughs> and then egg sac. So females produce egg sac, and that's a particular type of silk. They wrap their eggs in it. Wolf spiders carry that sac, or I'm sure you've seen plenty of female spiders and webs with a sack too it just kind of hangs right. out so there's nine yeah nine types of specific webs for spiders so what i'm hearing is there's sticky and not <laughs> sticky <laughs> exactly thank so, you <laughs> so you got the eggies you've got strong ones for making your webs you got mm-hmm. sticky ones for catching guys you've got messy ones you've got clean ones you've got, you got doilies 
doilies, of course. <laughs> You've got big kids, little kids, kids who climb on rocks. <laughs> you got them all. <laughs> it's kind of it's amazing, right? But, uh, it, and is is one web and one silk, or is it? They're all web silk. Is, they're all web. Web is the web is the form it takes. Silk is what the spider produces. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, how many web types does Peter have? So I think. I think Peter, the ones you really see him use are the, the strong cable ones, I think, where he's swinging around town. And mm-hmm. then he will sometimes shoot like full webs. He doesn't sit there and build a web. He just kind of shoots it and it is a web and it hits a guy. I'd say that's probably, I mean, it depends on who's drawing it, really. Yeah. Sometimes it's a web web and other times it's just that, that cobwebby, just like here's a mass of sticky stuff and you're stuck to the wall now. Well, we do have the uh, the bullet spider which is a type of orb weaver and it it makes like a little kind of like a lasso oh yeah and it can throw this it's usually they do it from for they primarily prey on moths because they create a pheromone that attracts particular species of moth bolus spider is kind of crazy but they kind of throw that they throw this little bolus out and it's sticky on the end and it grabs whatever insect they're going for uh, yeah, Peter does that a lot. He doesn't put a bola on the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah here I go. Uh, he does more of the, he just webs you and then he pulls you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there's the spitting, there's the spitting spider too. And it just, it, yeah, it does what it says. It basically spits. It just spits web at you. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty cool looking. There's some videos online of that too. The listeners want to take a, take a Google search for a spitting spider. It's kind of fun to watch. And I believe canonically Peter's webs disappear after like four hours. They start to break down. Mm. Otherwise the whole city would be covered in webs after like a couple of days. But I think his just like biodegrade. Is that true of webs? Eventually they'll just disintegrate because they're just protein. They're very dainty. Yeah. Eventually a web will break down. But you've seen, I mean, if you've ever seen a web, it kind of takes a while. Yeah. You'll see plenty of ripped up webs on a hike and they're Mm -hmm. still kind of dangling. But eventually, yeah, they'll just, they'll degrade. Right. Because Peter has to have his degrade otherwise. But I always wonder, like, what happens if longer than four hours pass and the cops haven't come to get your criminal yet? <laughs> they just get to leave, I guess. Bye. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so if only it were that simple for the insects and the spider's yeah. web. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, as long as I can last four hours, the spider won't get me. And, that, and the, the Miles Morales game I just played. Mm-hmm one of the sneak attacks you can do is you you get up in a high place and you you web a guy and then you pull him up and you wrap him up so he's kind of mummified oh that's cute so yeah if you there's a uh, great videos too of um spiders wrapping wrapping up a fly or whatever lands in their web and they're very fast very yeah very they're fast. Just, it's gone and i've I've, I've heard differing accounts on whether they suck out the blood or they wait for it to liquefy they wait for liquefaction to happen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it takes a couple days before they're allowed to eat that bug. Uh, liquefaction can happen pretty fast. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's not just blood. They're liquefying the whole inside the whole, the whole. of that inside. Bugs yeah. love to liquefy. Caterpillars, <laughs> victims of spider death, they're liquefied. So not all spiders... Spiders have venom, but some are a little more venom dependent than others. Mm-hmm. Um, like a wolf spider, if it catches a prey... It'll inject venom, but it'll start eating immediately. <laughs> like its mandibles can handle that. So oh, it's not okay, always waiting. Smaller spiders kind of have to wait for liquefaction. I would say that is the big power that Peter is missing is any sort of venomous or <laughs> liquefying otherwise properties. venom. Yeah, liquefying powers. 
Okay, Rhino, you've been a bad boy. Time to get the liquefied. Um, He's also missing those crazy <laughs> chelicerae, which are the mouth parts of the spider. Can yeah, you picture well, Peter with his crazy... Ugh. Well, several times over the course of Peter, he has become a spider man, where the DNA inside him manifests more powerfully, and he becomes... A, a half spider? man, half spider. Yeah. At one point, he fully turned into a spider. Like, just he just was a spider now. And he was huge. And I think that's how they gave him his organic web, is he, like, cocoons himself, and he comes <laughs> back out, and he's Peter again. He's like, I have new spider powers. Oh, yeah. Here, producer Derek has kindly shared a spider man. Yeah, he's told me about it before, and I need to find the issue, because I'd love to read. It's happened several Peter times. Peter as a big spider. Yeah. It's happened several times. Several times. <laughs> it's one of those things that comes up every now and then. It's like, remember that time you became a Spider-Man? Because <laughs> I know it happens in the, the cartoon. It's interesting. Yeah. Let me see. If, you could probably find a collection of all the times he's become a Spider-Man. His, his head is far too mobile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, spiders have cephalothorax, so the thorax and the, and the head portion are um fused together yeah because that's the big th- difference between them and an uh, insect right from at least to my eye when i'm looking at a spider is that they are two parts plus legs yeah. it's like an ant three is three yeah. yeah i mean and the eight legs and, and the eight legs versus six <laughs> yeah oh. they're kind of neat it's spider a spider different... island event spider island yeah i'll have to check i gotta check that i gotta write it down I have yeah. so many well, notes in here. I have like Bollywood notes from you guys and comic books I gotta read. <laughs> got all these things you gotta check out because of us. Yeah. That's what true friendship <laughs> is. Big list of notes here in the podcast area in my house. <laughs> so Peter lacks venom. We're not gonna talk too much about Miles or Jessica today or Gwen or any of them. Yeah. But that is one all, thing. They could they, all be their own episode. Yeah, they could honestly they all could. But that is one thing that they've kind of course corrected on like the <laughs> spider powers they missed out on with Peter they put on other spider heroes and I'd say the venom is what Miles and Jessica have that that Peter does it and the pheromones obviously being one a big one that Jessica has that Peter yeah. doesn't at all, really at all if, if Peter had pheromones to make people <laughs> like him his life would be a lot easier frankly <laughs> Peter I mean Peter's also a male so he wouldn't be getting those oh, that's true I attraction that pheromones it would be the female he can't so. roll up to j jonah jameson's office and be like you like <laughs> me now Ooh. it makes it makes sense for gwen but not for miles yeah <laughs> oh well he tried peter <laughs> <laughs> so i think the best for me well, i love heroes one of my favorite <laughs> things to do is look at their implied secondary powers being a power that's not explicitly stated but has to be there or their first power doesn't work oh okay the the flash has to be super durable because otherwise he would just run himself to pieces that sort of stuff (laughs) do oh do you have you been watching um the boys i've not watched the boys because i have a three-year-old at home (laughs) and he uh, he doesn't need to see what's going on at the boys oh it's it's so good i more or less stay up to date with what's happening through my various comic and hero affiliated blogs and whatever. But I do not personally watch. It's also a little dark for me. I don't, I don't like, like well, maybe I mean, it is <laughs> reveals too much about me. I, I have a limited amount of entertainment time, if that makes sense. And so when I'm entertaining myself, I want to feel good during it. 
Mm. So I will sometimes avoid media that I think will make me feel bad. And the boys kind of falls under that category. <laughs> under that. Of like, oh, this makes me feel bad about like how things are going. So I, I, I like sometimes to watch a, an episode of The Boys and then an episode of Peacemaker to kind of balance it, <laughs> and balance it out a little bit. <laughs> but it just, uh, what you said about um, the secondary powers kind of reminded me of an episode of The Boys. So sorry. Oh, okay. Continue. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, implied secondary powers... Peter has several implied secondary powers. One of which being that he knows how to super weave because otherwise, how does a normal 15 year old boy (laughs) suddenly know how to make a full spider suit that suits his needs and is so, so well designed. I, I I will give Uh you till we're blue in the face that the Spider-Man design makes very little sense in reference to a spider. There's only, I think there's a couple of spiders that have red and blue elements. But as far as like a whole look, it's not a very evocative of a spider other than his <laughs> spider symbol in the middle. His, and the his black suit is a little more appropriate. Yeah. But the I love the implied secondary power that Peter could weave you anything you want. Because <laughs> he also uses his webs to weave stuff. He And suddenly he's got a shield. He's got a boat made of web. He's got the Taj Mahal. Whatever it is. There is an implied secondary power there that Peter has like an amazing understanding of how to build things with, <laughs> with thread. He could become a great visual artist if he wanted to. <laughs> he didn't want to be a scientist. Art is a, is a role for Peter. What are other implied secondary powers for him? Other implied secondary powers. Uh, I would say that he has an implied secondary power of being cannibalistic, but the only thing he cannibalizes is his relationships with other people. <laughs> Oh, that's very specific. And it hurts. <laughs> Peter. I don't know where the applied secondary power falls as far as Peter loves to quit being Spider-Man, but he just can't <laughs> stay away. He has to be Spider-Man, but no one quits being a superhero more than Peter does. He is constantly trying to get away from it. And I think part of that is because he was kind of guilted into it from yeah. the very beginning. There's... <laughs> There's times where he he chooses to be Spider-Man and there's times when he feels he has to be Spider-Man and he always ends up quitting and standing at someone's grave looking sad in the rain. Every uh, time. Always in the rain. Always. Oh. In, oh, come on. It's got to be The minute you step rain. foot in the cemetery, it rains. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. They, you don't see it, but they've set up tiny sprinklers all around <laughs> the cemetery so, so you get the full effect. So Amanda, I have a question for you then. As an artist. Okay, yes. Yes. How would... How would you draw Spider-Man? What do you think he should look like? There's a few years ago, I think it was right after Far From Home came out, but maybe it was something else. I don't remember what triggered it. But because there's so many Spider characters at this point, Spider-Man being one of the ones that's really taken off, there's several Spiders now. There was a Spider-Sona challenge going around. Babs Tar did one, you know, all across Instagram was all these, if I was a Spider-Man, this is what my costume would be. Oh, that's cool. So if you're ever looking for inspiration about what Spider-Man should look like, it's very easy to find people who have way better ideas about interesting <laughs> costume design. Um, and I think there's about to be a spider event, or maybe it's already started now, depending on when this podcast comes out, where all these other people with spider powers, avant-garde spider costumes, practical spider costumes. If I was Peter Parker and I had just gotten spider powers... I wouldn't go with red and blue because I, I feel like that's putting a target on me of like 
shoot here, guys. <laughs> Although, great. like we talked about with the, the spider web, it's very tough. If he's made the suit out of the webbing, which he typically doesn't, but if he had, it, you know, he'd have Kevlar strength suit on <laughs> because it's so tough. So maybe it wouldn't be so bad to have them shoot at him. But I, I think the big things he's got to do is he's got to protect his joints. So I feel like he should have more protection on like his elbows and knees. <laughs> Uh, but maybe that's just my like soccer mom need to protect <laughs> little baby boys. Protect that little I don't know. I think the the double arms on the Iron Spider suit in the MCU is a really great addition to his mm-hmm. suit. I love that suit. It's very cool. Yeah, thing. I think it's really cool. I think it really allows him to do some extra spidery things that he typically doesn't do. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, there's a reason. It's hard to separate myself from that iconic look because it's just so mm-hmm. iconic. Even if it's what it's, color would I you go really with? figure out it's a hideous suit but it's so <laughs> iconic and it's so clean it's it's a nice suit i'd say if of the spider suits i think miles has the most accurate one his is black with some red details on the ends of the limbs and mm-hmm. just his big spider in the middle i'd say he has the best i look like a spider suit you could go full peacock spider and make a rainbow. You could go full peacock spider. Very brightly Truly. colored. <laughs> just, he's, he's twerking all over town. Yeah. He's like, the villain's over here. Get low. <laughs> I would, now, I, I, now I really want that to be a Spider-Man. It's peacock Spider-Man. Twerking all over town. <laughs> Showing up at bar. Twerking my way time. downtown. Twerking fast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd say... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess if you incorporate peacock spiders into Peter's dress sense, it makes a lot more sense that he <laughs> ended up red and blue with black details. Well, how many how many legs, I guess, would you give Spider Man in Honestly comparison this is gonna to be, real spiders? This is gonna be my first high rating, I think, of all our episodes. <laughs> I give him eight out of eight legs. I think he does a great Ooh. job on being I think he's the kind of the premise of the whole idea. He he sources that I got bit by a radioactive <laughs> animal and now I have that animal's powers. Whereas other superheroes that are animal based kind of have, they imply an animal, mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily have the powers of that animal unless they are explicitly like an animal totem like person. Shaped like a, an animal, right? Right. Unless they're shaped like a you know, beast yeah. boy turns into yeah. an animal. So he has animal powers. Vixen takes on the powers of an animal. So she is like literally embodying an animal where's like the uh the lizard there's like a lizard man he's a lizard man yes yeah he's an actual lizard man yeah <laughs> he's a lizard I, man i think peter really does do a good job of embodying an actual spider i, I think he hits most of the points of being a spider yeah. i'd give him a seven out of eight spider legs yeah. he'd get eight if that web came right out of his butt then he'd be hard <laughs> that little eight pushes him over the edge i think if you gave him some pointy teeth and that'd be an interesting addition to peter is if in a real desperate bind he just bites you yeah <laughs> that would be very funny <laughs> and the two bites the first bite is a dry bite because spiders don't yeah. want to deliver venom unless they have to unless he has to bite venom <laughs> <laughs> I'm into this idea that, that Peter's last resort in any fight is he just bites you. And he's like, funny. are you serious, man? He just bit me. And he's like, sorry, man. I had no choice. I ran out of ideas. <laughs> I was out. Bugs Need Heroes is created by Derek Conrad and Kelly Zimmerman. Hosted by Amanda Allen Nide and Kelly Zimmerman. Bugs Need Heroes is produced and edited by Derek Conrad. 
Our music is Ladybug Castle by Roll Music. All character art by Amanda Allenide. Got a bug question? Email us at bugsneedheroes at gmail.com. Check us out on bugsneedheroes.com for the visual companion to our episodes with the artwork of the bug-related heroes. We also have an Instagram, Twitter, and subreddit under the Bugs Need Heroes name. Thanks for coming by. Look at him go! <laughs> it's like a little spider cartwheel. <laughs>